Hello guys and welcome back to Injury Time. It's been a while. Yes, it's been a while that all of us got together for a live recording of the show. Last episode that you saw was was a pre-recorded show with Pradeem Reddy Vaisandeep and Pradeem would spoke about the ISL season that we had. But this time around, we are back with a live show. And we'll be talking about the Indian men's team that were in action a few days back. Uh, played two friendlies in Bahrain. First one against Bahrain themselves and second one against Belarus. Uh, Talking as, uh, keeping aside the whole fact that should India have played Belarus given the situation that Belarus finds themselves in now. Uh, keeping that aside, we'll be talking a lot about the matches that unfolded and the AFC Asian Cup qualifiers that are coming up in June will be played in Kolkata. And then also there's a news coming in uh, on the women's uh, national team front where they'll be playing two friendlies. So we'll be talking all of that. But before we get into it, let me just bring on our panelists for the day. Like I said, it's a full house today. Uh, joining us from Bangalore is Sandeep. Hey, Sandeep. Hey, man. What's up? Doing good, man. Like, you look pretty awesome now uh, as the trend has been with uh, chopped hair. Yeah, yeah. It's too hot for long hair now. Yeah, too hot for long hair. Also joining us is Abresh Mina, who joins us from Delhi. Abby, welcome to the show. Good evening. Hello, guys. Good evening. And yes, Orko has finally found a way to be online despite <laughs> all the technical problems that he's been facing at his end. Hello, Orko. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? Let me start with you. Let me ask you, what's up? You saw two matches where India played international friendly. And then you did a you did a Twitter spaces where you were what's very like, to me it was you were all emotional because things sounded like you were very disappointed with the way things unfolded in that first friendly, yeah. especially against Bahrain. I don't know, I wasn't disappointed. I guess I expected it only. I expected them to lose badly. But I mean, it was narrow. But I think the 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 way in which they lost was, was a bit, um, what do you say, disappointing. Uh, but I, I think we we'll come to expect it from the Igor Stimach era. Uh, it's an era of what do you say, underwhelming results. Um, I I I like him as a as a character though. I think I think he has a lot of quips and quotes, and uh, there are a lot of interesting things he says. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that's where I draw the line, and I, there's nothing else that I have to say about him. It's been three years, and uh, yeah, I don't see it improving as such. I I just hope they have a plan, you know, in case we don't make it to the Asian Cup. Like, what does he do? How is he going to collect it? Collect his unemployment benefits? <laughs> All right, but you spoke about uh, things that you like about uh, like about Igor Stimach, but you forgot the fact that he has some really good dance moves up his sleeves. Ah, dance moves. He also finished, uh, I think, third at a World Cup once as a player, great. which is great. But as a coach, uh, I think some redditor couple of years ago he warned everyone what to expect from Igor Stimach, and uh, I think he was spot on. But I I think. We all, we all, uh, I mean, a lot of people wished that constant was gone. And now I think a lot of people look at his photo every morning and say, uh, like this, in pink, typical Pink Floyd fashion, they'll be like, I wish you were here. <laughs> 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 so, uh, some, someone give constant a call. I'm telling you, seriously, someone has to call him and thank him for whatever he did. Abby, what about your two matches against a higher-end opponents? This is something that we've always been wanting, right? To see India play against better opponents at the international days, uh, in the friendlies. Because then when the competitive matches come about uh, and you face higher-rank opponents and India 
uh, are always struggling. So this is a welcome change in that front that you got to play Bahrain and Belarus. Performance, yes, underwhelming. But uh, how did you look at the two matches? No, of course. See, any kind of like we always talk about. If there's one thing we always talk about is game time, right? So there's like there's nothing uh, that you know bad about playing games, right? So it's always going to be good. Um, uh, and obviously, playing against better opponents, yeah, you do kind of get a chance to see where you stand, and we have actually pretty much seen uh, where we stand. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's good that you get to play these games. Uh, but again, like. Uh, you know, if you're playing games of, uh, you know, it's sort of this importance because they're against better teams, so you kind of judge yourself better. So you need to go with a much better strategy. You need to um, look at these games as not just testing grounds of players, but also um, testing ground as to what you want to be doing, say, for at least the next two set of matches that you're going to get. I don't see that happening. And that is uh, that is a, an issue that I feel more because I feel like it keeps changing with every these, like you usually have these games in sets of two, right? So it just keeps happening. Everything keeps changing from the, those two matches to the next two matches. There is no continuity, I feel. And I, I find a problem in that, actually. I think that hampers everything else. Lack of continuity. We'll we'll talk more more about that as we go about uh, our business in this show. But Sandeep, your thoughts on the two matches? First up against Bahrain, where India scored one goal after conceding first. But uh, second second round uh, round around Belarus, first half uh, managed to hold them to a to goalless uh, result. But in the second half, ended up conceding three goals. Uh, how did you see th- these two matches? So I'm going to be the odd one out here. I'm just going to be like. Uh, I see a lot of people going after the match and that's fair from their point of view. I'm just going to defend him saying that uh, whatever problem that Indian football has, he is unfortunately the face of it, not really the cause of it. So uh, that's my take on this. And in terms of the game, I thought first match tactically they were good up until like 60 minutes, 70, maybe closer to 70 minutes. And then they sort of got tired. The intensity of the football that international teams play, we are not used to it. And uh, Orko and I had a discussion about uh, one tweet that came about fitness levels. And I do think a slightly improved fitness level will help. But at the same time, we never play with this intensity against any team in ISL or I-League or any other league that we play. Unless you play the Champions League or maybe the latter stages of the AFC Cup. That's where you see the same intensity. So, you are not used to it. So, obviously, you get tired and then you see whatever plans that they had with the middle person, everything goes out of the window, everybody is dropping back. But what I do find rather uh, unfortunate is how many, how often we lose runners in the final third. And uh, sometimes you escape, sometimes they punish you. So, that, that, that probably is something that they need to work at. Plus, a lot of them were, not a lot, some of them, new players coming in. Roshan never played an international game, so probably has some tension. Uh, same with VP Suhair, uh, Hormi Palm, all of them got a chance to play. So, fair enough. Uh, I think we have what we need to qualify. And then uh, at the AFC Cup, we'll actually see win. That's when I'm going to uh, judge uh, Stimach for all the work that he's done. If you get to the AFC Cup, how do you play at that level? Because probably not going, at least two teams will be better than you. So, how do you play against them is going to be the question. So, that's when I'll 
get on one camp or the other. But so if we don't make it to the Asian Cup, will you not judge the match then? Will you be yeah, then, we, then, then it's a failure, right? If you don't get it to Asian Cup, then it's a failure. But uh, if I think they'll make it, man. It, it's an absolute shambles if you don't make it to the AFC Cup final. It could very well happen. I have stopped expecting. I'm not telling you that I'm disappointed or anything because Bahrain and Belarus, what did we expect? We expected to lose, right? I'm yeah. just telling you, it isn't as close as the scoreline suggests because you just look at the simple thing, right? It's not close. No, I'm, I'm just saying in Bahrain's case also, right? In the lead up to the goal, in the lead up to the second goal, right? They had three opportunities where they progressed the ball from their goal mouth or from their goalkeeper all the way till our box, right? Which means they did 90% of the work without any effort. They, we didn't put an effort to stop their progression. We didn't check their progression in midfield. It was just their, you know, uselessness in the final third that prevented it from being a route. Otherwise, it just looked like men versus boys. It looked like we were two steps behind at every step of the corner. And I agree with you. The, the, the question is always about intensity, the intensity of football actions, right? And that again ties up to your point where you're saying, you know, how often do we lose runners? I think more than fitness, it's about how how we remain switched on at that point of time. You know, yeah, how... You get tired, you switch off. No, that's generally what happens. I agree. I mean, when, when, when the body goes, the, the mind goes with it. Right, I I understand that, but my point is, of course, he's just the face of a problem. Probably the development starts from the club. The it's not the national team's responsibility to produce players who can play at that level. But having said that, I think I have to agree with Abhishekman also, where there isn't like a semblance of a plan. See, when I talk about Constantine, right, there's a plan. I mean, he drop it on JJ's head. JJ will go in for that first header. You know, he'll try and flick it onto Sunil. You know there's a plan. You know there's a semblance of a plan. My thing that's... And my only, what do you say, problem with Timash is that there doesn't seem to be one coherent plan. I think someone pointed out, right? He's playing... He's playing different formations. He's playing... One, once he's playing four attackers, once he's playing six defenders, he just seems to be going through the motions himself. It just feels like we have a very underconfident guy at the helm. And that's really kind of coming through. Constantine, whatever said and then he was very dogmatic. He had his plan and he would execute it come hell or high water, right? He didn't he didn't give a shit about what you thought. Right? He didn't he didn't give a shit about what Navi thought. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying that's what I'm saying, right? He was very dogmatic, he was very persistent, but he had a clear idea of what he wanted to do. Now Stimach. I still can't say what he's trying to do, and but that's my biggest I'll, problem. I'll come with a small detour here. I blame the federation for that because they gave the mandate that you have to play a certain way. I mean, I, I don't know if that is now used as a shield or an, as an excuse now. But that also doesn't happen much, na? That does not. Yeah, happen. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Even that doesn't happen. So, like, so what is what is really you know? The idea, what is really... What, what style are we playing? Because we were promised this free-flowing passing style that we would try. We, we, we tried it, I think, in one match and then they abandoned it. Yeah. Right? We can't play like that. We can't. We I know we can't play like that. I know we can't play like that. I recognize our deficiencies. Right? I All I'm asking is, what is Timas trying to do? 
someone it's not i don't think he knew any is anything in the great depth because the first thing he said is we don't have strikers we haven't had strikers in years True. how is that even uh, something that you know is surprising or whatever yeah it's not like an international secret right yeah <laughs> it's not like a secret we don't have strikers like yeah numbers and then you're like yeah this is just about all we have but which dude i want to see when india plays i always feel like they should play defensively and then try to play on the counter because yeah essence you that doggedness has to be there in the team for you to get something out of it and i'm not saying you should play like that against uh, nepal or sri lanka no especially when you're playing a slightly higher level team so for the second half against bahrain in the first 20 15 minutes 20 minutes i was quite like oh they are doing well defensively the shape and all is there and then it went off so uh, the question is how can you ensure that those good attributes last for 90 minutes and those uh, you don't fade as quickly in the games so there are ways to sort of regain your energy in the game there is a lull in the game both teams they don't go full pelt all the time so all these are game awareness and sensitivities and ability that players have to pick up which we are still some some way behind in terms of that so uh, i don't know how this is going to turn out uh, but i just hope that they qualify for the asian cup for for sunil Let's see. Said the other day, right? for Sunil Chetri. Yeah, for Sunil Chetri. The team has to do it for him. Okay. Before we move on, let me just get Orko back on, who's been struggling for internet. Orko, is your internet is, is your technical problem finally solved? Yes. Or, or is yes. this like the Indian football team where problems never end? Yes. No. 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 My uh, laptop is like the Indian football team. It's a bit slow, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like my entire laptop is made out of Internet Explorer, like our defense only. <laughs> But, But that's it, right? Like... Some of the defending, when you look uh-huh. at it, the player has ran. He's run, run, run through, broke uh-huh. the offside. The reaction also, it's like uh, you know, some the dog hears a whistle. You look at it, <laughs> and then you think for two seconds and then run. The reaction yeah, is not automatically crazy. go back. All that has to obviously change. Exactly. I mean, and I think I think that's a problem that we regularly see in the ISL also. Yeah, they take so much time to just react to things. Yeah, true. When you like, feel, like when you when you're seeing if it, not even like forget blindside runs. If somebody makes a blindside run, then so we are gone. Okay, but <laughs> even if it's not a blindside run, it's right in front of them. They still want to. I don't know what they're waiting for to you know make the move and you know get behind the player or get in between the ball and the player. Another thing that I find a problem with everybody just start, keeps uh, you know just takes the position. behind the opposition player what is even the point of that if you are standing behind the opposition player the ball is going to be with the opposition what are you going to do you are you going to tackle him, him from behind then and anyway it's a foul so why i don't i don't see this in um, the team that they try and they don't try and get in between the player and the ball which is where you should try and be because that is how you can actually stop moves and progress the ballers as well so yeah 
well akash naik says friendlies are meant to be pra- to practice a style but all we do is different 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 but uh, in hindsight probably that's the best we can do and if that is 3 and 2 huh? but still be different different, different. that is our national style of play only yeah i am okay with it as long as you yeah, i think i think high time the people also accept that that is how we can play it doesn't have to be a very you know amazing style of play ki wow yeah I agree with Shubham. I agree with what Shubham is writing, right? And I've always said this: <clears throat> the next next step to SAF, right, is not Central Asia, is not uh, yeah. West Asia, it's not East Asia. It's ASEAN only. Yeah, it's ASEAN. Like if SAF is the weakest sub federation in the world, then I think next is ASEAN, ASEAN only. ASEAN. And we need to do. We need to play regularly and. I know we beat Thailand twice, but I don't think Malaysia, Singapore, Vietnam, everyone's going to be uh, roll This over. This Thailand so, thing, right? Can I say one thing? Yeah. The second Thailand match that was uh, in the Kings Cup, I think, he yeah. won one nil. Correct. Right. That was uh, Thapa. I think scored the goal. Ha, ha. One goal difference. That four goal difference in Thailand. That was a team in disarray internally. Yeah, yeah. You had yeah. JJ who was not scored in years score a goal, score a goal. Yeah. A lot of things went our way in that one game. Yeah. And and so then we saw the highlights of it for ages. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at the whole game properly, other than those four chances which we took on another day we may not have taken those. Yeah. And most of the time we don't. Like at the moment when you look at Indian national team, Liston is the one player who you can say he's confident to take a shot. And most of the time, he hits the target. Also, may not be a goal, but he hits it. Hmm. So he has that confidence to come and take that opportunity. A lot of the people don't have it. So um, next time, similar circumstances are pro- presented to you, you, may not take it. So that is like a what do you call very lucky day for that. Yeah, that was a very lucky day, and I thoroughly enjoyed it being there. Let's not talk more, talk more about that. But this t- these two matches, especially against Bahrain and Belarus. Uh, there were problems in this team also. Like you didn't have a Sunil because he was injured. Then a few players did not get their visa on time, so they reached yeah. late or they didn't reach. I don't know what actually happened with them. So, are we actually? What kind of a preparation is this for the qualifiers? Because after this, there are no matches. You're playing the qualifiers, right? Or are there any other matches on? No, they're FIFA playing four friendlies. Uh, on non-FIFA dates. That's what he said. Yeah. Okay. In uh, May, I think they'll play four friendlies. But they, these two matches, uh, talking largely about them, what is the outcome of this? Like, is there a progress that we have seen? Like, is there no, something no. that we can be no, 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 no. okay, uh, not confident? At least be a little satisfied. Okay, this came out of these two matches. See, what is very clear to me is that the back five has to change. It has to go. I feel um, like Constantine did right. He united a team from Kuverman. Uh, he stuck with it for the majority of let's say two years. Okay. It didn't pay him any dividends. We had a terrible World Cup qualifying campaign. Although in hindsight, it was much a much tougher group than what we got this time. We got Afghanistan, Bangladesh yeah. this time. I mean, right. seriously. Um, but apart from that, right? I think what Stimad should realize if he still hasn't woken up, if the Lord still hasn't woken up to it, is that the backfire isn't isn't just isn't working. It isn't working anymore. Um, and I mean, people talk about cohesion, coherence. I point out on the space here also, three out of that back four are from the same club. Correct. Right? 
I mean, you can blame the club, you can blame that coach. There's no point. There's simply, I just think, um, and in Indian football terms, I don't want to keep repeating it, but if they are 28, 29 in Indian football terms, yeah, right, then I mean, you get what I'm getting at. Yeah, right. Arnav Modul retired at 28, I think. Yeah, right? Arnav actually had more than 50 appearances for the national team. So, the point is we don't have depth also in those positions. Like, I mean, in the fullbacks, we do. Uh, but uh, at the centre-backs, the major problem. Right? So, back three, again, I don't know. He tried it. It was uh, hit and miss only. So, something has to give. Again, it's against the higher-ranked opposition that I have. Oh, agreed, 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 agreed. No, it's so, not even the ranking. You know Belarus is better. They are a better team, yeah. They are better yeah. So, um, I'll give them that benefit of the doubt. Because I saw that run. That guy was too fast, man. There's nobody who can catch up and all. Especially in the middle of midfield. Uh, nobody is going to run that fast. So, <laughs> very sorry to say. But, but uh, that's the situation that they find themselves with. But I do think, like, they found... So now, if there is no Brandon, you have an option of Roshan for set pieces, right? Because Brandon and for is general like, deliveries, I think yeah, for a cross and stuff. Now, yeah. you if Roshan can play on both sides, we know that. Yeah. So uh, even if Brandon is on the other side, if this guy can play on on the opposite flank, you have two guys who can deliver great balls. Now the question is, who is going to be at the end of it to receive? We hope that Sunil is yeah. at the end of it to convert. That would be ideal. Akash Mishra, Ashish Rai, I, I really like the two wide uh, back players. It's the centre-backs who I think is a little bit of a problem. Yeah, no, I, that's what, right? But again, it's a lot of it has to do with pace. They don't have recovery yeah. pace and you can't really do anything about it, right? It, it is what it is. But you're talking about recovery pace where we played a ridiculously low line against Bahrain after get, after scoring. We played a, we kept dropping deeper and deeper and deeper. and I think they just got tired. Huh, that's just what... I'm saying, I'm saying that has less to do with recovery pace and you having played enough matches at that level to be switched on. Even after Bahrain scored the second goal, right? It was still all Bahrain. It was all the traffic was all Bahrain, right? Never once did anybody, you know, hold their hand up in midfield and say, you know, you know, I'm going to stop. I'm going to not make this look like men versus boys. That that is a problem, right? I don't even know if. My preferred three of, let's say, Brandon, Apuya and Thapa are also going to be able to solve it. I don't know. You know what? A lot of people are hating on uh, the centre-defensive midfield role. That uh, what Pranoy played. Yeah, but, but he at we least... need him. No, but he at least gave some back. He yeah, he, them, we need him. And we need yeah, him. He, it, it stopped looking like... We that we need. Yeah, if not Pranoy, someone of that uh, elk. Yeah, yeah someone who... I know, and people will always be like, oh no, we don't need the Pranahaldas. But to be honest, like I said, we are at that level only. Okay. We are at that level only where we need a Mehtab Hussain, we need a Pranahaldar to disrupt and disrupt. I mean, imagine Khabra coming back and playing like the old Khabra of East Bengal days. That uh, difficult. Uh, difficult to give it his time. <laughs> right, but. Some uh, few tackles at least you'll see. Correct. <laughs> and some fun. Abby, you spoke about lack of continuity, right? In the past, uh, you there's something that it's been missing in this uh, Steema Jara particularly. But this is the this has been the case in Indian football. Like, you have never seen this continuity happen, right? Like Bob Houghton, then a lot of people retired, so Kuvarman had to come in and change, uh, had to start uh, start afresh. Kuvarman did not play much, then Constant came in, so he had to start from the scratch. 
Conchner left with a team. Uh, our uh, man, Stimaj, decided, okay, this is not the team I want to play with. Then he again started with uh, started afresh, giving out, uh, handing out debuts, letting play, getting in players that he thought could fit the bill. Where does this stop? Where, where, when is the time that that we can start seeing a sense of continuity or a resemblance of continuity in in Indian football? So Abhi, no? Yeah. I think Abby has some internet connection problems. Uh, Orko, if you want to take this. Uh, I think Sharad uh, is again. Uh, he said something about Pranay uh-huh. uh, But we'll come back to that. Uh, see, there is no continuity, I feel. Uh, it's probably going to come after uh, Igor uh, leaves. To be, like I said, but does but does it come even after Igor leaves? Because no, new, no, it doesn't. New, yeah, it doesn't. Because no, a new coach comes and he brings his. Own. I I want to point out something that I saw and like I've been seeing, mm-hmm. right? So what happens is, uh, from the time that we start playing internationals, right? Which is let's say at the under fifteen level, then you have the under seventeen level, you have the under nineteen, you have the under twenty threes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we generally lack a pool of players who have played at that level. As in you only, the tendency is to take, let's say, 20, 25 players. And then, you know, uh, what do you say? Con- keep them continuing playing in that age bracket or in that uh, group till the under-17s, under-19s, under-23s, right? Usually, if there yes. are four, right? At the very least, you expect that there will be people from four squads fighting for that spot. Right. Let's say a pool of 80 players, a pool of 90 players Mm -hmm. who you've nurtured over the years, who've played that sort of level, that intensity, that level of opposition. What you're doing here is that you're taking, let's say, and it's it's not a surprise that a a lot of these people have been playing in this for so long. There is a sense of comfort also that has developed. There is not a sense of, what do you say, uh, need to compete for the sports. Right. For the, for example, this uh, this the Indian under twenty three team that uh, failed to qualify this time. Yeah. They've been playing together what since the time they entered the elite academy. At the time, they're fourteen. Correct. 14, and still, there's no cohesion. And still, there's no what do you say going from outside and trying to get players into this. Yeah. Right. Ah, again, like I said, Shubham makes a good point. Continuity will come when there's a forty game season. But still, Shubham, what you fail to realize is that a lot of these people have been playing together for a long time, right? Without so much as, what do you say, uh, you know, an external interference or an external set of players coming and threatening their position. That's not happened, right? They've just had like pass upon pass, pass to under mm-hmm. 17, pass to the Indian Arrows, then now a pass to the under 23 side, irrespective of however they played. So right? that's... So, uh, are you pointing out a lack of a, a, a sense of complacency setting in because they know their place is more or less uh, guaranteed? They simply keep it's, jumping from age group to senior team. It's more than a sense of complacency, right? If you have right now, what I was telling somebody was that the ISL has seven into 11, 77 spots regularly for Indian players, correct? correct. The correct. set of probables was 38. Mm. That's 50%. Then there, right? So you're saying there's a one in two chance if you're a regular ISL starter, Correct. you're getting that position. Right. Right. Um, this is maybe a systemic flaw where maybe 
there is not enough progression uh like i mean jamie wardy is a good example from a seventh tier to a top tier and then the national team right this is maybe a systemic thing where you don't want to rock if there's a bunch of guys playing under 17 they should have more competition for their under 23 slots correct right i mean if we compare the final world cup under 17 squads and under 23 squads are we going to find a huge uh, what do you say overlap yes we are that's my point right the problem is four people for one spot will push you higher than two people or just you being a part of the under 15s under 17s under 19s arrows and then under 23s correct right maybe that pool of players needs to now come through to keep everyone on their toes for example mm-hmm. center backs right center backs haven't played in the isl for till this season mm-hmm. and so it's almost become by default that some people are getting selected right that that mentality needs to uh, that that can't be a mentality change. it has to be a systemic change absolutely absolutely uh, abhi this question was initially to you but then yeah. internet decided we have to go other way around how do you look at this whole whole phenomena of lack of continuity the way i looked at it was change in coach new coach coming in every 5 years every every cycle for that matter every world cup cycle new coach coming in bringing about his own philosophy and bringing in players that he thinks could probably fit the bill but uh, orgo says it's more than that it is it it is a generational thing because you there is a lack of competition at age group level because there are the ways to make inroads into your age group team is limited because people don't look outside that bubble or or the set of players yeah. that have actually played in the low, lower age group teams yeah no i feel continuity um, i kind of agree uh, with you in the sense that um i just feel there is way too much change of plan like we always keep mentioning right that our style of play in the end our what it the style of play always has to be on the basis of the players that you have available right and in india you don't have the players that can play uh, you know like uh, that fluent pass game correct so um i mean it, it i feel i feel the continuity is not there because of that uh, about um what orko mentioned yes i do agree that there is a free pass for people because uh, they have been in the system so they've been mm. there and they keep uh, going from one stage to the other so yeah there is that sense of uh, you know complacency that you know that your place is there and it's very difficult for others to break i feel uh, the problem the fact that you th- that there is a way, there's a set of players right like for example for the national team also right now uh, your selections are only being made from the isl right so anybody playing in the i league is uh, not being noticed uh, so much it's li- it's pretty much limited to the isl so that is how you have just you you squeezing your own pool you can have far more players to look you're squeezing your own pool and you're making it uh, difficult to you know get in more quality maybe um so yeah i feel continuity comes from the fact if you have constant flow of players and um if you have um pretty much similar at least on the base no you have a similar philosophy uh over here there is so much of 
have sadness at the grassroots level that you don't have continuity right from your childhood you just keep on changing the way you play so yeah that becomes difficult if you have to adjust with other people will that answer i i'd like to just share something that i i put together recently i don't know if i can share my screen i'm going to just try sharing my screen yes share please. system audio as well let me tell let, let me know if you guys can see this can you guys see this Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. If you can, can zoom in a little. Uh, also, also, share, share the audio. Share the audio. Don't share, share the audio. Now, can you guys see this? Well, we can see it. Give me, or we can just keep quiet while he does this. No, I don't think I we will do that. that. There you go. Can you guys see it now? Yes, this is good. Okay, I haven't shared the audio, right? Yeah, go so, on. so if you take a look at this, right? The essentially the under this something I was doing for for the under 18s okay. that won the SAF championship, right? Go on. Hello, can you guys hear me? This yes. is women's game, no? Go on. So yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. this is just an example. This is an example of what I was saying, right? This is something that I was doing, right? So essentially, the under 15 squad, right, got rolled on to the under 17 squad, then got rolled on to the under 19 squad, right? What I'm telling you guys is that there are very few, if any, right. fresh faces coming through right and they seem to have very little game time as such mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um what what i'm saying is maybe maybe there could be newer faces you have let's say five or six new faces sorry i'll just get back yeah but again, this is a women's faces. game no then time yeah, and numbers no, i'm saying this is an exa- this is an example Or what I was saying, right? You have the same batch rolling over from the under 15s to the under 17s to the under 19s, right? So essentially, you have one set of players who you are banking on for all of those age groups, and these are same players that get rolled over to the national because eventually, when it comes to national selection, you are saying, oh, you know, these players have experience of playing youth. youth uh, internationals right? right so let's just go for them what you were saying you were restricting your pool right from a very young age right and that i am pretty sure it's not just this case it's a it's a case with the current uh, the, with the world cup under 17 world cup batch also all right right arun is saying that's what qatar is doing But listen, Arun, my friend, Qatar is at a very high technical level when compared to us. But we need, we need our guys to push each other. We can't have this model of twenty-three players. No, but uh, I think what uh, Arun actually meant was, can't we follow the Qatar model where they got a bunch of players years ago? No, then, then, then he has a follow-up uh, yeah. thing saying that's what Qatar is doing. Yeah, largely Qatar is doing this now because they started at a very uh, grassroots level, got a bunch of players, and they've been playing together as a team for a long time. and that oh. is the bunch of players But that how many the games does the qatar league play uh, more than what uh, teams in india at least 30 35 I, 
plus yeah. cup competitions correct and they would play similar number of games in aspire institute also hmm. we've gone there navin you and i I, I, saw them play. i don't think i don't think us picking a group of players and sticking them together is the best idea it's not okay right because like i said there's not enough game time i agree with sandeep right and there has to be competition for places at every every level understood right understood yeah i mean um i mean the saying like i mean qatar uh, population wise demographic wise everything wise different from what right. india is we are right. right for us i still say it is best for the aiff also perhaps to go more regional right maybe do what the dfp did i'm not saying again we should follow what what what, what germany is doing mm-hmm. right but what the dfp did is they set up dfb north correct. west northwest south southeast right mm-hmm. thus you're creating let's say six de facto national teams and who who want to really you know compete with each other who really want to fight with each other right right your first aim should be get to get into the, let's say the india i know it, it seems like a very what do you say it's it sounds like a cricket format right mm-hmm. where we have india south india north but it's so huge right having a national competition is a burden on resources especially the under 13 under 15 under 18 levels right you can't do that you have to go more hyper local you have to break it up further right you have to have six into 23 like 150 guys fighting it out at every age group sharad is someone who agrees with uh, orko on this decentralizing the whole footballing ecosystem can benefit the team as what he says and just 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 adding a bit on why we can't do what qatar is doing is because qatar went about looking for players who could have had a qatari origin Uh, across the world, and then brought them. Then that's where you found uh, Almoiz Ali, or you found Roro, who's their central defender now going into the World Cup. These guys are not born and bred in uh, in Qatar. They were brought into Qatar and then naturalized as Qatari citizens, which eventually helped them, right? And they ended up winning at the 2019 Asian Cup. Almoiz Ali was the highest goal scorer, but he was he was not he, he's not born in Qatar, but a natural uh, naturalized citizen of Qatar. And that is something that we can't do here in India. There there are limitations to that. and you can expect uh, the central government to change its policy just for a football team isn't it and and just on arun's point that that's exactly what we're doing we have one elite academy in goa or somewhere okay. and we stick the same 25 players together and we you know we put all our eggs in that basket of 25 players which i don't understand why we do because there are late developers there are early developers you know there are some people who really take hira mondal correct for example right hira people say oh you know there's a lot of gap between i league and hira's taken to the isl like a fish to water right right but how many age group squads has hira been in is the question right so you never know you you never know right which is why you need more people for example if you're building a center of excellence mm-hmm. you don't pick you don't pick 25 from a pool of 50 players right that's a lottery that's not a center of excellence that's a lottery right right and i mean our friend richard hood is probably the biggest expert on football in this country i mean he's he is absolutely spot on right and also just to add to shubham's point out one richard said right it also reduces logistical costs correct involved 
Like you don't you don't have a team from the south of India having to travel all the way to the northeast, which yeah. which itself is a task in itself, right? Look, it's yeah. very simple. Okay, there are there is proper research done by Scandinavian researchers about this. That there is such a thing that if you go hyper local, there is a, a goodwill factor that runs within the community also. So your parents and the other teams, kids' parents, everybody comes and meets each other. It facilitates community bonding. Plus, the the kids feel a value worth. There is a worth feeling of worth because they are representing their locality in those matches, mm-hmm. right? And then that obviously also comes with certain responsibility that you can't, you know, uh, not play well in these games. You cannot like, mess up. The whole point games. of playing for your boyhood club. That's that yeah, whole thing. Okay, it doesn't players. have to be boyhood clubs. So that's what I'm saying. These are yeah. really small clubs. These are feeder clubs. So then they go to a slightly bigger club when they get older. And the main club, by the time they get to them, they are 15-16. So that's when they get to... By that time, they would have played so many games. And all these really? games mean something. They are not playing friendly matches. They are playing small yeah. tournaments. Weekend tournaments. Let's say there will be one tournament in March. So over the four, four weekends, they play one tournament. One people win. So you feel like you've achieved something for yourself, for your team, for your community. And you feel certain worth as a kid also in, in this community. right? He's a good player. We talk about him. Like it happens in Kerala, if you come to RA, like seventh football area, we'll say that fellow is a good player. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a difference, but there are other reasons why it doesn't translate properly. Uh, so after that, then you have to move into the higher levels. Now, uh, Ashu's asked local and regional federations are there, but the point is they are not doing a great job. Plus, there is this yeah. crazy thing that you can only uh, represent, the, the tournaments have to be under. Uh, the federation's view. If you look at the old school stories where you had players who came in, all these uh, players who played the Olympics and who played the Asian Games, etc., who did well, who won things, they would play for the club and on the weekend they would just run away and play for a black tournament. Correct. So, uh, that they played so many games. As a kid, they played with tennis balls. Then they would uh, migrate to higher, bigger balls. And every time they play, they play for their uh, locality. So all of this was outside of the Federation's rule. Now it's become such a level that if you play even I-League 2, you cannot play for the Santosh Trophy. Mm. And Santosh Trophy was a national championship for all these years. So the ISL players essentially play 20 games and that is it. So earlier you used to play 50-60 games in the course, of the course of a season. Now that doesn't happen. So all of this has a cumulative effect. Now, Richard is absolutely correct in what he said. You have to go hyper-local. You have to ensure certain localities do better than the others. And uh, focus on getting more people in the grassroots. The reason, if you go to Mumbai on uh, on any of those grounds, CCI, Brabant, whatever, or their Maidan also, at one time there are some 15-20 cricket games happening. That is culture. And there, there is a funny thing. You look at the number of players that a country like Uruguay produces despite having limited population. They are the highest exporters of footballers. And this comes from the fact that most of the clubs are and tournaments happen in Montevideo. Right. In the center. So all these kids from the age of five, they play against each other all the time. So by the time you are the pony league, you are really, really good. Otherwise, you don't make that level. And from there, you are a second division player who don't make that level in any other place. He's really good. The second division Uruguay player knows how to fight. He knows how to uh, deal with you know bad situations, good situations, control emotions, uh, all these game learnings and game management and mental training that you need. All of that they grow up with it. They may not all be in a Cavani or a 
Suarez, they can be uh, Adrian Lona. Look at him come here and change. Like absolutely dominated everything. Nothing mattered to him here. So there are people who are at his level now. Imagine Luna doing this year. How he's not the national team level. Correct. In a small team like Uruguay, so you need that competition at the local level to ensure the cream rises to the top. It has to be a funnel like this. It has to come up. So uh, all these things have to have been researched. There are research papers. There are uh, coach expertise. There are uh, everything done over so many years. So uh, it's nothing that we can't do. It's just that we don't do it. And at some point, uh, push will come to shove, and we might have to do it, or we'll have to fold as a footballing nation. Be happy playing one of these South Cups and winning South Cups. It's also is getting harder and harder. True. So uh, yeah, that's it's just a matter of time. Like because the world is moving on. If you're if you're stationary in the world only, you're going backwards. Because everybody else is going forward. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation. Well, a lot, lot of interest, a lot of comments from our viewers. I'm trying to flash as much as we can, but one thing that really spiked up uh, interest was when we were discussing Pranoy Holder. Uh, everyone agrees that you needed Pranoy Holder, but our uh, viewers don't. I'm just trying to pop up a few uh, comments from them. Uh, first up, Shari, uh, this is what Arko Sharath wanted to winning the ball and gifting it to the opposition doesn't make him one of the destroyer, I guess. But everybody's giving yeah. it away, no? So what is it? Yeah, everybody's giving it away, right? We rarely making the final third. We are always it's always breaking down midfield or in even defense, right? I mean, before that he said this uh, can't make a five five meter pass. No, I agree. Yeah, no, I I, no, I, I know what he's referring to. Pranay's uh, passing versus Bahrain was this one. It was bad. Just it was atrocious, yeah. right? But like like I, I said, I mean, nobody nobody can. What do you say? Not there, there can't be a single player who comes and changes the face of the Correct. like. Where is the like? Then where is the destroyer to replace Ronoy? Right. I think this we have some troll on our uh, feed. Exactly. Some this some some, some obsessed <laughs> viewer we have. Right. I don't know, but uh, it's okay. Good to have fans. But I'm saying. I think where's the destroyer to replace uh, Pranoy? Uh, I thought there were a couple of interesting cases in the I League, but they didn't make the they haven't made the step. This up. time I wouldn't say anything about I League because they hardly played. Yeah. Ah, no, I'm saying I'm saying they haven't made the step up to the ISL yet. So ah. obviously they won't be. There is a there is a young uh, Isol striker who scored a lot of goals in assisted. Uh, right now playing 20 year old I think. Ah. Forgot his name. Well, yeah. In hindsight, Uday Kumar is right, constituted, ah. constituted, understood Indian football better than Steve Much. That's true, that's true. Like, pe- people just did, didn't like the way he portrayed his emotions. Like, his, the in your face attitude is something that didn't sit well with a lot of people at the federation and the team. And that's what Constantine had to pay for. But another thing, uh, one of the comments which I'm really searching for here. Constantine also left at the right time. Huh? Correct. He left on a high. Okay, this is- I think some of Constantine's experiment should have been, uh, what do you say, should have continued also. But then the Ashik, the Ashik at number nine experiment, I think yep. was the saddest. Bit. Why I don't, I don't understand why it wasn't uh, continued because I think it was absolutely electric to see him play there at the Asian Cup. I really thought we had something in the making, and 
<laughs> then he went back to club level and he played left back. So. That is uh, club demands. Uh, that what he does. This is something that I wanted to pop up. Aren't the best players play, uh, from all tires playing in the ISL? Or this is something they have spoken about. They don't know. But yeah, see, Ashu, uh, I want to say right. There is no objective data from any tire beyond the I League. Also, uh, I think I think all instat every data ends at. I league level, I think you might get second division data from some of the analysts, but um, best players on the basis of what, right? Uh, data number one, two. Um, I mean, yeah, you can say that people have moved uh, up the up the ladder from the I league to the ISL, also like second division to the I league. Right. But like again, what are the parameters? Uh, were there better players who who didn't move on? So. We don't know. We don't know is my honest assessment. We don't know if they were the best players that moved up the tyres. Alright, there's a lot of praise coming in for Constant and yes, all of us miss him in hindsight. But I think it's time for us to move on just as Indian football has moved on from Constant and Era to Steamarch's Era and whatever is in store for us in the coming months, weeks and years. Up next, guys, friendly, right? Four friendly matches before the qualifiers. Next month, yeah. uh, April, May, and then the qualifiers, of course, uh, in June, which in June. June, which will be played in Calcutta. But before that, uh, Abhishek Mina, I know that we can't see you because there's some internet problem at your end. But there is some news coming in from the women's football front. The national team will be in action, uh, playing two friendlies. Could you uh, tell us more about it? Is Abhi still around? The two friendly matches that in uh, the women's national team are supposed to play. I am, yeah, I, I'm surprised with choice of opposition. I don't think it's the strongest opposition that we could have uh, faced. Uh, Jordan and Egypt. Correct. Yeah? correct. Uh, I, I remember we've already lost to a Gokulam Kerala, lost to a Jordanian team in the, the, the Asian Championship that they played. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jordan, Egypt are, are pretty nascent in terms of women's football. Uh, but I mean, honestly, so was Iran and we drew against Iran. So but Egypt is going I to be a think. hard game. Hard game. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'm saying, can you can I ask you one thing? Like, uh, what is this uh, friendly in preparation for? What 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 is next? That's in store for the women's team. Are they playing the Asian well, games? Asian Games, we don't know because the government decides, right, whether we're going to go to the Asian right. Games or not. Uh, last year, they didn't they didn't go right. the last time, 2018, right? right? But yeah, I, I think that has to be the next target, the Asian Games. Uh, I, I'm guessing the the next cycle of qualifiers will start after 2023, the World Cup. That uh, I'm pretty sure there's some SAF championship that we're going to be playing. Again. Yeah, and... Uh, there again, but I think. Let, let, let me ask you something. Like for the women's World Cup, qualification happens through the Asian Cup, right? Yes. the The route is the route is the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, like I said, no. The the next year, the once the this this uh, cycle ends, I'm guessing on another cycle starts. Right. Uh, but yeah, I SAF. I'm guessing Asian Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we go to the Asian Games, the last year, uh, the last time we uh, the IOC said no. No, nothing. The IOC said nothing doing. Right. We're not going to the Asian Games because results haven't improved. Right. We got an exemption in 2014 but didn't get an exemption in 2018. Uh, 
um, so yeah, I don't think there's much, much uh, in the way of let's say uh, senior football. But this, I seen again Denerbi trying to do the same thing. Stimach is doing. He's trying to build a pool using the national team, Correct. right? That that means that the national team again is going to take some from this under eighteen under eighteen team and put them in the senior squad. Try to take them there. Try to give them like you know exposure there. So. Uh, this is pretty much, you know, this pretty much become the norm now. But uh, what about the age group team? There was a staff championship that happened in Jamshedpur, which India won. Yeah. Three teams participated. There was India, there was Bangladesh and Nepal. And Nepal. Three teams. Uh, India lost the final game, but they still won the competition. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a vintage uh, display. I mean, Nepal went up to the mark, to be honest. They went great opposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bangladesh was... A but it was not an easy task, no? Bangladesh and all? No, because Bangladesh, you have to see that it has pedigree at the under-16 level now. It is qualified to the under-16 uh, Asian Cup twice right. uh, in the in the women's section, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of those players were also part of this... Uh, what do you say? Part of this score. Okay. Um, I they, they won one against Bangladesh, they lost... But I'm talking about in terms of a under-17 World Cup build-up. We're not going to be facing teams of the caliber of Bangladesh. We're going to be facing much tougher teams. So, looking at it through that lens, it maybe wasn't the greatest of... Uh... Yes, I know we won the title and all, but I'm not looking at it just from a... Results perspective. Yeah. That's not something that you actually look for at age group, right? It's not results that, that yeah, should... It's not. It's more performance. Yeah, results it's not more... what should matter at age group. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, but there's too, too, too much trolling happening uh, on the chat session. I won't prop it up. Guys, I think that's all we have on this episode of Injury Time. The I-League is still on. Competition matches happening day in and day out. Uh, can catch it uh, on Facebook. It's available on Facebook and one of yeah. the channels. I, I don't know which channel Facebook, it is. Facebook. Facebook, right? And then yes, the under uh, under seventeen women's World Cup later in the year. Uh, the IWL Cup. is also coming. IWL uh, from the IWL from is the coming. Huh? Uh, uh, it's supposed to start April fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for the women, let's just like to inform everybody: you have two friendlies coming up uh, against Jordan Egypt. You have the IWL coming up. You have uh, the under seventeen national football championships uh, in the women that's coming up. And there is also talks of an under-17 women's club championship, uh, which is going to be played first, uh, what do you say, state-wise and then national-wise. That is also uh, in the works. All right. Before we wrap up, there's one question that uh, Sharad has asked. One question for the upcoming men's friendlies. What should be our target? Finding the best 11 for the best qualifiers? Best 11 you found. Or tinkering with the style? For me, it's you have found your 11. You have tinkered enough. You're preparing the next four. A particular manner so that you can go and win those three games. So you the same. You get the right players, your core group plays. You play the style of football that you want to play. Has he found the best eleven though? He still uh, VP Suhair st- still started a. You know what? I am going game. to say this. I really, on. really uh, think Suhair is a good player to have. Because no, 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 I'm no, not because saying... of one thing is that hmm. he knows his level. He does not try to do things that he cannot do. My my point is my point is we are saying we found our best. No no no. Match should have found his level in these games. The next three games should should be to ensure that this uh, team works. Should have is a very is a very conditional statement. Should have is a very conditional statement. What should be no? 
around we miss you we hope to see you with full internet next time around when we go live because she just sad today she just sad we discuss more stimaj ball that's it i the name of the show was stimaj ball we are talking stimaj ball i made it very clear in the beginning i am surprised we had so many viewers tune in after you said we are going to discuss stimaj ball that was that should have been a pointer to viewers to block our account hey why are you ruining the viewers who come here also da why are you doing this people who come are very sad <laughs> that we don't have enough followers we are not growing let them come let them hello, hello. navin ruined it by putting one poll okay i didn't i didn't do <laughs> hey, we got followers after that okay <laughs> bad idea yeah, all right it's 11 okay. o'clock we should i i agree with you zero expectation zero expect You know. See, Stimat said we are the strongest I mean, team. I mean, have expectations. Game. You bloody qualify for the Asian Cup. It's a 2014 tournament, man. <laughs> like, fuck, for fuck's sake, just qualify for that. <laughs> cool, guys. Cool. Thanks a lot. Before we leave, just uh, just a reminder: injury time, IND <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can follow us uh, and join in the conversation. Not always that is that we do a lot of conversations uh, on all the platforms because, uh, like I said, consumed by our work. But we'll try to be more regular. On that it's note, thanks a lot. Some interviews with uh, some ISL players and I League players and all. Awesome. Now so that's what Sandeep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what Sandeep's up to. So you know what to watch out for. Until we bring you the next episode, it's good night from all of us. Thank you.